Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, The New Powerpuff Girls, and Archer. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Mel Moyer. Hello! Today, Mel and I will be discussing the latest two episodes of Archer, Double Indecency, and Liquid Lunch. Uh, they aired this week and last week on FX. Mel and I have been covering Archer every, either every week or every other week here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com or search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Um, so let's – oh, and as always, our Archer podcast might not be appropriate for younger audiences, much like the show we are covering. So let's get right into this. Uh, we are – now only two episodes away from the end of the season, apparently, because apparently the season is shorter Whoa. than previous seasons. Yeah, so we have a two-parter to end the season coming That's up. Weird. Yeah, if Wikipedia is to be believed, I assume it is. Uh, it was originally planned to consist of thirteen episodes, but was later changed to ten. Interesting. So yeah, uh-huh. we've now seen eight. Um, so let's, uh, I guess talk about the episode that we just aired and we just saw first liquid lunch and then we'll move on to double indecency later mel what is your impression of uh, liquid lunch um it was i mean it was it was okay (laughs) i wasn't like i mean the most interesting aspect of it i think was like right at the end with the robots um because i have a theory about that oh but um I don't know. It was for the most part, it was, I didn't really, you know, Slater. It was, it was interesting because the one before it, um, from last week felt like very much like sort of traditional, like first or second season Archer episode, like kind of like the fluff stuff Mm. before they started doing the, um, like concept seasons. Yeah. Um, this felt like it was supposed to be plot heavy, but I don't, I feel like the plot really didn't go anywhere unless you know, with the exception of, I guess, Archer and Lana going on a break. But again, I don't know where that's going either. Um, so, yeah, mixed, mixed feelings. <laughs> As always for the show at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if this was supposed to be a plot episode or not. I get they're, they're kind of they're, well, last week. We had last week was definitely not um, part of this season's plot continuum. And. This episode, I think, is also not that much. Uh, yeah. The big plot stuff was the, uh, the Archer and Lana continuing fight over the events of Belponzo Part 1, I think. I don't yeah. Know, yeah. And uh, that was also probably the biggest negative of the episode to me. I think I'm full on uh, don't give any sort of fuck about Lana <laughs> at this point. Like, not even close. And... Like, I don't care about Veronica Dean, I don't care about Lana being jealous, I don't care about Archer being jealous in return. Just really fucking boring. <laughs> um, but, uh, and, but the rest of the episode, for the most part, was pretty good. Um, we had a entire Krieger B-plot, which I thought was pretty effective, I guess. You you do like your, your Krieger stuff. Yeah, I'm a pretty big big fan of Krieger. And um, he's not always incredible, but uh, like I do think they've maybe gotten towards overusing him, whereas in the early seasons he was just like once or twice a season and was just absolutely incredible in those appearances. Um, but I think he was pretty good here. And we've been building towards the big Krieger reveal. <laughs> 
uh, for a while. We've had these uh, skin suits earlier in the season that they made use of. And then I think there's something else. And then um, Krieger, like, substitutes in Android Mallory, I guess, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I, I, I'm glad they, like, I wasn't, I, I was... I was wondering whether I missed something because it didn't make any sense. Like Mallory was immune to the zombie spray and then, uh, then she just randomly is. So I I like that resolution. Um, at the same time, that's not really a plot development because they just, they've done this before with him and they haven't really gone anywhere. (laughs) Like I feel this was my first thought when I saw he had the weird robots of everyone who were cooling their jets. Um, (laughs) they are cooling their jets. Yeah. (laughs) The the possibility that the archer robot is the one in the pool and not actual archer. Um in that scene in the very beginning yeah. of the Yeah. So, so I just read the A V Club review for last week's episode and uh and on that one William Hughes was talking about how uh there were building up for some because I I guess they had something last episode with this too. Some Krieger reveal and it's probably for the archer in the pool, yeah. Right. I didn't even remember that happened in the beginning of the season, but yeah, that makes sense if that's where that's going. Um, I don't know. I'm, I mean, that's I. It's actually something I was excited about on the show for once. The the Android uh, everyone is is it was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Anything that any any big Krieger plots, maybe if like this could only get better if they related this towards our Krieger being one of the clones from. Like, either two seasons ago or last season. I don't even remember. I just remember that our Krieger still might be a clone. <laughs> like, yeah. that's all I know. And if they, but they've been floating that idea for a while, though. If they, like, paid like that off. Like, since season three, that, that he might be a clone. Oh, really? It's insane. Yeah. I don't remember how far back it goes. But, yeah. I hope they pay this off, because that's got, that's the only way to satisfy. There is some good Krieger here, though. Krieger's one-man show. Um the idea of that is great is that blackface yep yep i did like in that same scene in the background cheryl with the knife because at one point she just it starts like going towards her face and she like has to stop her own fist as if she's like about to stab herself in the face i don't know if you caught that but i caught that no yeah it's a good she was like stopping herself from stabbing herself in the face quite casually yeah I think we've gotten some good Cheryl stuff. These these two episodes we're discussing. Um, I don't know if I have any uh, any quotes written down, but yeah, I think it was. I mean, last last episode we had the Vol's blood running gag, which I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, she's like trying to pay the Vol's blood. Do you do you change for ten? Wait for grams of Vol's bread. Like it was really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the Cheryl characterization in terms of making her funny this season has been pretty consistent. Whereas I feel like they've lost Pam a little bit. Like, um, last ep- double indecency was a really good Pam episode, but, uh, tonight we lost her again. I don't know. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I don't really care yeah. if we're equally attributing time to all our characters, but you know, um, the other, the, so I hated the Archer Lana stuff. Where, where are you on that? Do you agree with me? Um, I've always found their interactions slash relationships a little bit frustrating, actually, I think, to watch, just because it's, it's like, the point of it, I suppose, is to be inconsistent, but it's inconsistent to the point where, like, they have things like this, where she's jealous or he's jealous, and it's like, well, where did that come from when two seconds ago, like, they didn't give a shit about, you know, shooting each other in the face or anything, you know what I mean? Like, 
it feels and this is was something too back when Lana was still pregnant and and Archer figured out she was pregnant and he like gave her his oxygen tank or whatever a million seasons ago. It's like they have these moments where they try and make a big deal out of their relationship and it doesn't work with the way they've established their relationship from the beginning where it's like like super duper love hate but like really big on the hate. So you try to have these like moments where it's like big for their relationship in sort of either positive or negative ways. And it just doesn't, I don't know. It's confusing like emotionally as a viewer to be like, well, do I care? Am I supposed to care? So here's what I don't understand this, this episode we have or a bunch of, we have stuff with waterboarding with Archer, which is my other big negative for the episode. Um, but Lana is like very big on waterboarding Archer. So you can understand what it feels like. But so we have that and we also have Lana giving enough of a shit about him to like be really jealous over him. And yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is the crap that confuses me. Like, I don't think that is a real, a realistic human portrayal to have Lana want to waterboard Archer and to have her care about him to that extent. And I know if any two people's relationship in media is what that would make sense. It would be these two. But like, I just. I feel like, I mean, it, this is part of a larger problem of this episode, really just underplaying um, underplaying waterboarding and torture while at the time simultaneously overplaying it. Like, not overplaying it, while simultaneously, like, they, like ling- They lingered it on it. They lingered on it for, like, quite some time. And, like, yeah, they legitimize it by having Archer actually react to it. But, like, how could some, how could a human, like, <laughs> care about someone and want them to go through with that? Like, it doesn't, like... That's what ended up being a plot point at the end, because it was just a way to get more Veronica Dean crap, and then eventually she's like, all right, well, we're on a break. Like, it's... The water... The entire middle of the episode with the waterboarding was stupid for a lot of reasons, like, narratively, like, emotionally. That just so far exceeds my, like, understanding of human emotions. And granted, I am not a human emotions expert, but, uh, and far be it, but like, that probably is, wouldn't want to, that's so far outside of the realm of anything close to significant possible, other right? slash father of your child. You're telling me they were like dating, they're still dating at this time. And that's, and she want like, what? Okay. I don't know. What do you think of all the waterboarding stuff? What's your take on that? I don't, it, it was weird the way it seemed to have started out just as like a thing like with um whatever his name was the guy they were interrogating and then Archer making a joke that he like missed waterboarding day when they were going through training or whatever yeah but then they kept going with it like i thought that was going to be the end of it but they're like no now you got to be waterboarded to to know what it feels like and then they they were about to do it and then they cut to commercial and when they came back he's all like freaked out about it in the car and like apparently he said all this stuff when he was like going through it and that pissed Lana off like it was it turned into a whole thing um, and it honestly kind of reminded me a little bit of the way Family Guy structures their episodes where like the main sort of, not even the main, but like the, the going of the plot of the episode doesn't happen until like 10 minutes into it. If that makes sense. Like you've got this whole, like the, like the pacing of the waterboarding stuff and how important it ended up being for their plot was strange. Um, it felt like it was out of place. Like it either came too late in the episode or they lingered on it too long or they didn't know what to do with their, uh, second act. So it was just about waterboarding. Yeah. 
I don't know. The frustrating part is that Ar- before Archer gets waterboarded, he had a like this vagina like joke that like kept going on. I actually thought it was really good. Well, I love that he once again was like, you know, he said people with vaginas. I don't know how you solve vaginas. Yeah, like that's a thing he keeps saying. He said this only affects women, people with vaginas. However, you choose to self-identify. Like it's great. He's just being, he like the fact that Archer would be concerned with being somewhat uh like uh sensitive while at the same time uh just being absurdly offensive is but it's funny because he's like been consistently like he's offensive with everything else but he's been consistently like being like gender sensitive he's he's attempting to be a gender right that was like the third time this season he was like however you (laughs) self-identify His, yeah, which, which is, is a pretty, which is a really good recurring gag. Yeah, I mean, he's still obviously still being offensive. Like his, yeah. his natural instinct is to uh, people with vaginas equals women. Blah, blah blah blah. And no, no one listening to this podcast wants to hear about that. But um, yeah, so it's I, I do think that's a good a good gag for Archer, who I who I do genuinely feel like is not like a character who I think is uh, malintended with these type of things. No. Considering how much of an asshole he is, I feel like that's interesting. But he's, <laughs> he's probably not like... He really doesn't uh, have much malice towards, uh, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, what else do we have this episode? So we had this whole Krieger plot with the uh, hypnotizing. Hypnotizing. Yeah. Um... Which I think it was funny that Mallory wouldn't be hypnotized by the zombie spray or whatever she had. She tweaked. It was pretty funny. Yeah, and she just like she. You know what she reminded me of? What I thought watching it, it was like in Skyrim when you accidentally like bump someone and they're like, "Oh, that's it," and then like this (laughs) character just starts punching at you until like, like very emotionless, emotionlessly just punching at you in a video game. That's what she looked like. I'm trying like, to remember... Like what... Grand Theft Auto, when you accidentally bump a gangster or something, and they just start coming at you. I mean, I can imagine this. I are going over my head, but I can imagine what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I think another show I watched has done this plot, um, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Like, this one, the one strong-willed character can't get hypnotized. Um, I think this is somewhat tropey, and I don't remember what it was, but yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, no, it is a it is a trope, I guess, that there's like one random person who's unhypnotizable. Yeah, in definitely. these situations. Yeah. So I thought it was okay. Um, I think the a plot was probably better, despite having the two dumb things with it, right? Yeah. I don't know. What do we think of the general a plot of having to stop this guy from? assassinating someone to set up world war three and everything involving the cia and like listing all the <laughs> all like the the terrible shit they're doing with like they have like their own hypnotization program and stuff like that um i don't know because like again it, it felt like it wanted to be a plot heavy episode but it felt like the plot had no point in the larger scheme mm-hmm. of the season and in that regard like i almost prefer last week's episode for yeah. being just the fluff that it was because it knew that that's what it was like it wasn't trying to be anything else so i don't know i i i wasn't really it it didn't end up going anywhere and it was a little confusing at times even i think so i feel like this episode had more cia satire than the entire cia season yeah 
like what why are we suddenly going really high heavy on the uh all the cia secret programs it's illegal for the cia to operate in america like i don't know it feels a little disingenuous after doing all, all the stuff that we did on the show with them i mean i don't know if you even remember if they if they really tried that was to so long them. ago too i feel like the cia season was it not last season was it two seasons ago i don't, I don't remember well there was a couple of them i guess because there was the one where they first got shut down because the cia was like you're not a sanctioned government agency and then i guess they kept popping back up i genuinely don't don't know it blends together right, maybe that was season five i know that was archer vice um yeah whatever uh yeah i thought that was notable what do you think of having slater back um I don't know. I think his I liked his character the way it was used the first time we saw him in the, when they first introduced the concept of the CIA. Now I'm not really like I'm kind of bored with it, especially now that like they don't really like the CIA doesn't have that much of a consequence on them because they're not ISIS anymore. They're not um like operating as a as a secret agency their biggest agency with their flyers that keep popping up and people keep finding I do like, yeah i do like everyone referencing the flyer when, um yeah. so yeah i feel like the point of slater and the cia is kind of null because <clears throat> they're not like the the funny tension between them and the cia and the fact that they like technically weren't allowed to operate is kind of gone so i don't really yeah i the only thing i like with slater is i think he's a somewhat of a decent foil to archer which I think the show mm-hmm. maybe has trouble with sometimes. I'm not sure. Well, there's Barry. Yeah, I think I, I think I'll take Slater over Barry at this point, <laughs> which is weird, but I think I would. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just maybe think he functions better in in that role with with Archer. Uh, and I, I'm starting to doubt we're gonna see a Barry or uh whatever ro- android woman i don't even remember her name uh, oh the russian lady yeah are they are, are either okay we'll take bets we'll do that at the end we'll, uh, <laughs> odds on the season finale okay um okay. let's quickly okay so overall this episode um uh above average or below average for the season or just or just about right um i'm gonna s- I don't know. I feel like it's kind of par for the course with where Archer is at sometimes. I think, though, this might have been below average because not only was it, like, not really plot moving forward, but it also wasn't really that funny. So I'll say below average. Yeah, I think maybe slightly, I don't know, average, I guess. I feel like it was funnier than the average episode this season, but um, the negatives were higher, so maybe it balances out. Uh, let's talk about double I, AV club. I saw, I see just gave it a C. I don't know. I've been very, I don't agree. I mean, that's right. Don't lie on what we're saying, but I don't really don't agree with their grades this season, but it's so subjective. Every episode is very similar. <laughs> this yeah. season seven, let's quickly talk about uh double indecency. And it's probably been a little bit since we've seen, um, but we talked about some of the, uh, so what do you think of this general plot of, um, separating the guys and girls and having each of them being hired to seduce one partner of the marriage. Um, that was interesting. I mean, I, I kind of liked, I don't think we've had separation like that before with the characters. Does um, it, did it seem tro- like a uh, tropey or Oh, it was super tropey. Yeah, yeah. That's like a total tropey thing to do. That's, you know, in situations where it's used correctly, you know, that's fun. 
Um, and it was interesting how basically the entire thing mirrored itself where Archer and Lana were like backed out of like the possibility of being the ones to do it. So then they were taking bets on, on who would be more likely to seduce said partner. Um, yeah. I guess that, I guess I, that is like recurring, uh, Archer Lana stuff in the show. The fact that they didn't want to be involved with it and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the resolution at the end though was kind of strange for me though. Cause the, cause the, he was like, okay, so Cheryl messed up the, the message, but she didn't. I don't, that part confused me, I guess. Cause it's like they both ended up, you know, it was like, whatever the last name was office 10 o'clock and you know, it worked out in the two different ways that it worked out. But at the end of the episode, it said that she purposely screwed with them, but I don't, I didn't understand how that was supposed to play out. Uh, sure. Oh, I have Cheryl's role in this. So the resolution from the couple is that they're purposely wanting the other one to be seduced because they're into cuckolding, which I feel like is the second mention of, Cuckolding, yeah. I think we discussed it earlier, so I don't, I don't know if. Uh, yeah, this is twice cuckold has come up. This is Adam Reed. That new, phrase, uh, actually, too, even new, new pet fetish, but yeah. So that was definitely the resolution, which I enjoyed. Um, uh, I think that's like, like I, like we talked about before, cuckolding's like a meme now, so I think it's actually pretty funny. Uh, but what is um, Sarah, so Cheryl's role in this? So I'm trying to remember. Uh, so she says um. She, yeah, she's like not scheduling them properly, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't remember what. I didn't really. She like didn't role. schedule them properly, but she did, and she did it on purpose. But it worked out because that's what the couple wanted. I don't know. It was really that. Yeah, part I couldn't was tell like, if she was in on it or not. Yeah, that part at the end was weird. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I I like the Pam stuff in this episode. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was used pretty well, and the Cheryl stuff was used pretty well. Um. So we had uh, Krieger versus Ray for the no, not Ray, uh, Cyril versus Cyril. Okay, yeah, yeah. and Ray and yeah. So who, Krieger for in terms of like who is more desirable at the end? I love I, I did like dressing Krieger up and stuff like that. And he like had an afro and stuff. This time. was like I like the blatantly seventies outfits everyone had in this yeah. when they were. <laughs> but then at the same time, Archer mentioned something about posting something on the internet. So it's like. The show when they get very anachronistic is they did that in the Belpanto part one and two, I think, as well, because they were naming like Star Wars references and stuff, even though it's yeah, yeah, technically supposed that. to be taking place in the 60s. Like I just that's one thing I do love about the show is they consistently are just completely like wh- what time very period purpose, is this? purposely anachronistic. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that was, and on the girl side, it was uh, Pam and Cheryl. Yeah. Um, as a, as resident Cheryl fanboy, I don't know why this was even a question, but you know, <laughs> fave character. I was I was like, well, why is this contest? I mean, come on. That was my reaction. Um, what what else notable about this? Uh, I guess it was, it's funny because those are both like they can't like be. Neither can be like purposefully doing anything, much less mm. it's like seriously being set up or whatever, right? Yeah, anyway, we had the Vols blood stuff. Um, there's a gag with like 
them the guys needing to make an excuse for it being uh it's for them to like oh, get past the girls <laughs> his birthday and it's like well say it's your birthday it's like lana will know we were like we were like married or dating and it's like lana and they're like lana's not gonna be your birthday and then she didn't know his birthday that was pretty good <laughs> yeah that was good he was like we were dating for three years you think she wouldn't know when my birthday is yeah hey, lana, do you know when my birthday is no well it's, oh, today. it's today yeah <laughs> it was pretty good yeah no that was good um we have uh i have this exchange written down mallory says did you give uh aj bourbon and alana says you know i was going to and then i realized i wasn't going to <laughs> the way she delivered that was actually really yeah. funny aisha tyler yeah that was a well-delivered line yeah I, reminder I again though that this baby exists <laughs> somehow Lana <laughs> kept custody after being in jail <laughs> I, I I got another reminder this week, I guess, with I feel like they're discussing it when they were arguing. Yeah. Oh I yeah, just, they mentioned the daycare. Are you very attached to AJ? It's I mean, she's she's here, she exists, we can't get rid of her, she's baby. I think AJ might be like on the bottom of my uh giving a shit about children in T V shows power rankings. I like, mean I like <laughs> I mean I, I guess it could become a thing since now I guess Archer and Lana are like broken up or on a break or whatever. Number one, Matteo from Jane the Virgin. Slightly... Is that the baby that she has? And... Yeah. I slightly care about him. Number I don't I'm trying to think of other babies in shows I watch. Um now. Gilly's son. Oh Baby <laughs> Sam. <laughs> baby Sam. Baby Sam's very close to the bottom too. <laughs> baby <Sam>. Sam. <laughs> yeah. Gilly. <laughs> my god are we going to see quick are we going to see gilly and sam on sunday's episode i freaking hope not <laughs> that's rude. the one the one scene this entire season was not for me i don't give a shit yeah i don't care i'm not even going to be able to watch this week's I mean, episode live what i have to go to a concert oh hmm. yeah. no, you're gonna get spoiled i i know i'm yeah, i nothing i mean happens. i suppose i could just turn my phone off all night yeah people I think, think so. i died but <laughs> I don't know how, yeah. Dropped off the face of the earth. Can you deal with uh, not being plugged in? Well, yeah, I mean, okay. maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see how far it goes. I don't, uh, I was going to connect this somehow back to. Um, to babies don't you don't care about. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of another. Day. I really, babies I and shows you it. usually don't care about. We've them. only seen it once, too, this season. It. it. Only her. AJ. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to call her Aberjane because it's like a eggplant and they called her like Abby Jean or whatever they call her. That was either that was either you making a statement on um not like uh, genderizing kids or you just don't give enough of a I don't to remember Listen, the I worked but... in Disney World. They're all its to me. <laughs> Speaking of non-disclosure agreements. Um yeah, were I keep wanting to call we? it I had to sign one when I was were, at Disney. Were we speaking of them? Well, he made the joke about non-disclosure oh. cuckold oh, yeah, agreements. He did. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. That, episode, like, came yeah. up a few times because he just kept going, shut up! Yeah. Um, yeah, baby baby eggplant. <laughs> baby aberdeen. Well, so, will we see... Okay, so let's start to transition to our Deadly Velvet uh, series finale discussion. By the way, since this is a two-part finale, and we kind of been doing it every other week anyway, do you just want to cover them both at once in two weeks on the second 
do I have anything on this? Yeah, I guess we can do that. I think that's better. Yeah, I think I think our podcasts are better when we're talking about two episodes because it's yeah. like half an hour trying to struggle for. Okay, let's make uh, predictions for the the series finale. Number one, will we see Baby AJ? Um, Maybe. Let's say twenty five percent over or under. <sighs> under, t- under, take the under. Okay. That's what I'm taking. Take under. the under for uh, w- for my fake money and my. Yeah. Did, have you seen that AAV Club has been doing a Game of Thrones death pool every week? Oh my goodness. Yeah, they've been, they have a they have a. This club. is the season to do it though. Yeah, as everyone does, everyone every episode. They've they've had uh they have like a Vegas uh, odds maker come on to make odds for characters oh my each God. week, and then their writers like bet fake money on who they think has the best odds. And in the second episode, one of their writers bet all his money on uh on um the stupid kid dying. And then he just so he like won it all. Then the stupid kid did die. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, and Ollie. Ollie, yeah. Um, who's more of a sh- who's more of a shit, Archer in this episode or Ollie? Listen, Ollie's a little piss ass, <laughs> and I don't. I wasn't even. I was like, thank God he's gone. I don't have to watch him make that weird little scrunched up face he makes when he's oh. pissed off at Jon Snow. Anyway. Everyone hates Ali. Anyway. He's um, so annoying. He's been uh, annoying since season four. Three? Four. Four. How could you possibly remember which season I think Ali it's originated four. in? Um, will we see Barry in, in this episode? I don't think so. I think he was like a one-off thing. Hmm. Will we see Kat- Katya? Is that her name? Katya? I don't Katya. know. You're the one who thought that she might be... Well, I, espou- I I represented that theory when it was presented. Yeah, I don't... Me. I think we'll see Veronica Dean... I don't think we'll see we'll her. We'll see Veronica Dean. We'll see the lawyer. We'll see, uh, yeah. So chances J.K. Are, Simmons. We'll see J.K. Simmons and Key or Peel. I don't remember which one. Key, I think. Maybe one of them. I don't know. One of them. Um, who will, uh, chances that the body archer we saw in the beginning was Android, Krieger Android Archer. Right? I think, yeah. I think yeah. it is. Yeah, Since so. we've seen, we just saw all the androids in this episode, so. Yeah, I'm gonna say we'll see Katya. I think she might come into play somehow. Now that Archer has an android of himself as well. Will we? Oh, I'm sorry. She's a cyborg. It's she's different. a cyborg. Well, I called them androids. <laughs> they don't... It could be it's not like that's an official designation. Yeah, maybe Krieger is just making more. I think everything's probably cyborgs in this universe. I think it's a, considered a cyborg if it has like some organic material, like in oh. science fiction. For something to be a cyborg, it has to be. Like a Terminator is a cyborg because it has real skin growing on the outside of it. Mm, but Andro- well, the androids in Dragon Ball Z are very humanoid. This depends on what their their definition is of a cyborg, whether they're going with the Terminator definition or the Dragon Ball Z definition. That's the that's the one medium I know Android from a lot. They were they're very big in uh, Dragon Ball Z. Anyway, uh, you how I much was that's an androids are what's an alien too. Oh, even they though... might have been. They might have been aliens, and I don't even remember what they were in Dragon Ball Z. Were they aliens? Were they? I never watched Dragon Ball Z. I'm trying to remember from when I was like ten, and it's I'm so I'm somehow unable to remember. Uh, how will we Krieger's androids come into play beyond being Archer? Will they like be? I don't know. Their eyes glowed red. That was pretty ominous. <laughs> yeah, they've done this. They've done this before, though. They've showed some Krieger thing and then not paid it off. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope they do. Um, what else can we handicap the odds for? 
Um, anyone major? I don't think dying. anyone's. I was gonna say I'm not sure yeah. anyone's gonna die. I think we're. Pro- I think we're. This is not the last season because we would know it was right. So yeah. Then again, I don't know if it's been re- renewed for this next season. I think I, I'm gonna say someone's gonna die. Well, they don't usually with Archer. They've like in the past not announced renewals until super duper late. Yeah. For them, so it's it's difficult to say. Yeah, I mean, it's. I assume I don't think they just cancel. Like you would assume that they would know if it was the last season right now. Yeah. It, it being ten episodes. Is well, it? and that's the thing. It's like I guess. I don't know, because it's yeah. like if it was, then the creative team would know and I feel like they'd be marketing it a little bit differently. Like these last two episodes of the season. Yeah. You, that'd be a big event. Yeah, yeah. for sure. The, you, the, there's a lot of incentive to, to market it as that. Uh, we didn't, I, we didn't get uh last thing we didn't handicap double indecencies, uh, like rating above or below average episode of the season. Um, I think for an Archer episode in general, it was basically average, like par for the course. Mm-hmm. For this season, I would say it's, well, I guess it was average for this season too. And because while it had basically nothing to do with the concept plot of the entire season, I didn't really have any issues with it. Like it was like an enjoyable little like filler episode. Um, and, I didn't mind that. So yeah, I think I think no issues might be might be above average for this season. Yeah, yeah, like maybe slightly above. So we're going into the finale, somewhat of a down season for Archer. Um, although it's been okay, you know. Uh, hopefully we'll see some special stuff from Deadly Velvet. So Mel and I'll be back in two weeks to discuss yeah, both parts of. Uh, yeah, we will. Uh, <laughs> Deadly Velvet parts one and two uh overlyanimated.com check out our coverage of archer and every all the other shows overly animated podcast search for that itunes favorite podcatcher support us over patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to shana mitch cordell beatrice nate andy jamie rachel john ryan and Catherine, aka hannah fear much beach exchange nathan fillion buzz like your mailman retros johnny bravo brian and cookie cat coming up on the overly animated podcast tomorrow we'll have our listener feedback show for the latest steven universe episode me and delaney talking about uh Miraculous Ladybug, as always, over the weekend. And then we'll be back for more uh, uh, Steven Universe, Powerpuff Girls next week, and whatever other stuff. <laughs> whatever. Cool. Uh, thank. We good? Good? Uh, Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Adios.